0: Hello, and welcome to Just One Thing. I'm Brad Stearns, here with Lisa Stearns, and we're your hosts on this weekly exploration of simple ways to enhance your relationships, improve your health, manage your stress, and just be happier. Now, settle in while we discuss Just One Thing. Good day, and welcome to the next episode of Just Just One One Thing. Thing. Just One Thing is the podcast of MindfulLiving.today where you can find all things related to Mindful Living. And we would love if you would join us on Facebook in Facebook groups, Mindful Living Today with Brad and Lisa. And you can also find our business page at Mindful, mindful Couple. on Facebook. With that, today we are going to talk about don't set the bar too high. I think many times we have in our heads an idea of of how good something needs to be to even begin. And what, what made me want to talk about this today is uh, I have a client, and then I heard some people exchanging ideas on our, our Facebook group about wanting to write a book. Okay. And in particular, the, the, the young man that I'm working with now, he wants to write a book, but he thinks when he sits down to write, he needs to either write a whole chapter or capture a whole thought. And so he's trying to find these big blocks of time to get something done. And consequently... Right you know, days go by, weeks go by, and he hasn't written anything because he just can't find the time. Right. And so the, the bar is so high that he can't accomplish what he thinks to, he needs to do to start writing a book. And so in working with him, we decided, well, maybe if I just write a sentence right. or a hundred words every day, at right. least I'm going to make some progress. Right. And if, over time, I'll capture a whole idea. Right. I'll, ca- I'll write a whole chapter. Right. Uh, and, and, you know, a sentence a day, is going to make more progress than a chapter (laughs) once every other year. (laughs) And I know when it comes to um, exercise a lot of times, Uh especially when I work with people that have had a history of athletics and things like that, I think, well, if I'm not in the gym for an hour, you know, sweating hard, uh, I shouldn't be doing that. The bar is set that high, so they don't do anything. Whereas, as a matter of fact, if they had the bar lower, and they just like took a walk around the block, That is so much better. Right. Um, And so I I just encounter that all the time. And I want to talk about a few areas where maybe we set the bar too high and we're getting in our own way because they have this preconceived notion. And I I just, before I keep talking more, (laughs) because I was enthusiastic about this, have you had any experience with that yourself or with some of the people that you work with where they set that bar too high so they just can't get going?
1: Yes, I'm sure I do it. I'm just, it doesn't come to mind. Mm. I tend to be a break it down kind of a person. Right.
0: So you naturally break it down. I naturally just, yeah, I
1: naturally think, okay, what's the next, you know, what can I do in 10 minutes? Uh Um, But I know many, many, many of my clients over the years. um, I think people tend to be surprised and need permission to do 10 minutes worth of something. Exactly. You know, they think, well, if I'm going to, for example, if I'm going to write a book, then I've got to sit down an hour every day for the next seven months until the book is done. When the reality is, like you said, you know, it might be five minutes, but but in that five minutes, if you keep putting together five minutes at the end of the day, you've written for a half an hour that you wouldn't have written otherwise because you thought you had to carve out this huge amount of time, like you said. So I think it's the same thing. I think people find that a lot with... um, uh, with changing their um, lifestyle habits, exactly for like I want to eat better, I want to exercise more, like you said. So you know, instead of just saying I'm going to change one, and we I remember we had this conversation yeah. with one of our podcasts. You know, instead of just saying I'll change one element well, you, of one of my meals.
0: Right. You, you had, a, I think you told the story several months ago about yes. the guy that like, you wanted to change his eating habits. Right. Like, well, that's a big thing. Right. And so the bar is so high, <laughs> Right, you know, like you going to revamp it all. So, yeah. well, and,
1: and again, he said, I, you know, I've known I need to do this for years. I just, I just don't do it. And so when we backed it down, it was like, okay. Because in reality,
0: he set the bar too high well, exactly. about what he think, thought was an effective step. Right.
1: right. And and the reality was for two years, he's still been eating really, really poorly because sure. he can't figure out how to make that one small step. And when we kept talking about it, we got down to, okay, do you think you could pick one healthy choice per meal? And he was like, oh, I could do that. Right. Perfect. Yeah. That, you know, that is always comes up to me as the perfect example of when, setting the bar too high really prevents you from moving forward. And I, and I
0: have come to, uh, it's, it's a, I guess that's a phrase that I use with people all the time. And it, uh, I think it gives people the permission that you're looking for. Because when I'm working with people to change their writing habits or their exercise habits, right. uh, anything that, uh, you know, is, is a change from the course that they're currently on. Right. You know, when you're starting out, I actually say, you know, the first thing that you, you choose to do, that first step should actually be so small but it almost feels silly.
1: Right. You know, you feel exactly. silly. Exactly.
0: You feel silly walking to the end of your driveway and back right. at the end of the day. But if you do that every day, well, pretty soon it's sort of ingrained and you're like, well,
1: maybe I you can walk twice can that, walk far. Twice that right. far
0: or around right. the block or something else. Right. And you got to start so small that it becomes something you can do very, very consistently. Yes. And then you can start thinking about frequency, duration, right. intensity. So maybe that one sentence a day writing habit can then be a paragraph a day. right? And then maybe you actually get up to a page or a two right. a day. And I know professional writers, I mean, very prolific professional writers like Stephen King and right. and um, people like that, their daily writing habits are not that huge, okay? but they're consistent and they do it right. all the time. But that has to start somewhere. You right. can't jump in and sit down and think you can write two pages a day every day of the year that's just too much. The bar's right, too high,
1: right? Well, and I would like to add on to that. You know, when you think about writing a book, these people have other authors. That's their job, <laughs> exactly. You no, know, you're
0: thinking of it as a side gig, something I'd like to do,
1: right? right. And you, you know, you have in laws that live in that are elderly, and you have a new baby, and you, you know, you've got a job that takes you away from home for two weeks at a time, or whatever. You, you don't, you are not going to have two hours to devote to your sign, to yourself every week to sit down and write,
0: right? Well, and I know, you know, for myself, you know, when I was working full time, you know, I came home pretty tired, and I had a pretty extensive exercise routine, and I, but I still thought I wanted to sort of start some kind of a side gig, right? And, and but I think I had the bar too high for myself. Whereas yes. if I had spent ten minutes a day, you know, something Moving may have a, something. Right. something may have accumulated over six months, a right. year, two years, and right. I think. Um, you know, you just think you have to accomplish too much. You set that bar too high and you prevent yourself from even taking right. one step.
1: Right, right. And and I think the, the other issue I, I have with that cycle is that because you consistently have the bar set too high, it consistently sets you up to be disappointed in oh. yourself. Oh,
0: absolutely. It
1: creates a real hot spot of negative self-talk absolutely. because what's wrong with me? And I'm... I'm sure you hear clients, because our clients are a little bit different. Uh, My clients, I'm so lazy, or I have such bad habits. Or why can't I focus? Well, it it, it actually is none of those things. It's because your expectation of what is going to happen is so high that you cannot get it done. I remember you
0: relating to me, and not that you share people's
1: secrets, secrets,
0: but just like in general, there was a client that you had when, when that person started listing all of the things that they wanted to get done in a day it really was like four days, day's worth work. of stuff that but right. if you did the math of how it's many, not possible how, how, how to do that it doesn't fit in a day you right. can't do that every day right or any day you can't put 30 hours
1: worth of work in a in a 24 right. hour right. day
0: <laughs> and, and to get back to that whole idea of you know making the step so small that it feels silly or you talked about this bar so high that you sort of have those negative emotions and you right. feel like All a failure time. that build up when you take a very very small step and you can repeatedly do that, and you're successful, and you get consistent. Well, that sort of recharges those reward centers in yes. your brain. It develops a sense of confidence. confidence. I can move in the direction I want. Self-efficacy. I can change my life. Right, right. And, and even if the steps never get bigger, you're still moving right. in the direction that you want to go, and so you get those right. feel-good feelings. And I know most things that you have an intent to change and you want to build on. Over time, if you can first get consistent and you can feel successful, then you can gradually expand those things, it's, right? It's, but you got to start and got to start and you got to sort of dig in and get that ingrained before you can really embrace that kind of stuff.
1: Right, right, yeah. And I think I, I just it really it, it almost pains me when I hear people talk about what they think they should be accomplishing, you know always the sh- the word should always always there, always there, always there. Um, and the fact that they're browbeating themselves because they haven't haven't gotten any of it done. Um, from an outsider's perspective, perspective, recognizing, like you say, what your expectation is, is not even possible. Your bar is too high. Your your bar is too high. And here you are smacking yourself every single day because you haven't got it done. And I know, I think I've told this story before too, but I remember um, a friend of of mine and she happened to attend a workshop that I did. Uh, I had people lay out their goals and her goal was to clean the basement. And so she laid, spent the whole two-hour workshop. Well, I've
0: had that to be my goal too. Oh, oh my or gosh! Cleaning yes. the garage. Yes. And every time I look at it, I'm like, "Oh my god, it's going to take two days," <laughs> right. and I never start. <laughs> right.
1: Right. So her goal was to clean the basement, and so she went through the whole process of, you know, I will, I work through how to work out these goals and get it down so it's a small step and whatever. And we got to the end, and I asked, you know, "Does anybody have any reflections or any realizations that came out of it?" And she said, "Yes, I don't want to clean my basement." <laughs> But here she is carrying this around with her thinking, "Ah, sure. you know, when am I going to get to that basement? Well,
0: and I, and I, we've had a pretty atrocious basement at times. Yes. <laughs> and I know it's just been daunting to even look at it. And, yes. And, and, and the bar is, I have to clean the basement. I'm
1: going to go down there and I'm going to come back up we, and it's going to be clean. But we
0: put the bar down and said, well, let's go work on one corner of the basement for 15, five minutes right. or 15 minutes. Right. and." We actually made discernible progress. Oh my god! In a you a sure period. And if of time. you do that, like every, you know, once a week or right. every day for 15 minutes, well, you can get the whole thing done, right? You know, pretty quickly. One of the things that um, I like when I'm working with my clients, we're trying to define what that step should be uh, and get that bar lower. Right. Is I ask them, well, first of all, I ask them what they want to work on, right? And then they sort of describe what it is, whether it's write a book or it's improve my eating or whatever, and we and they they, they decide what they want to do, right? And so then I ask. Well, on a scale of one to ten, right? You know, ten being oh yeah, I could do this on my very worst day when I'm sick and right. I went bankrupt, right? And one being uh, I probably could never do that even if somebody put a gun to my head and paid me a right. million dollars. I I ask them if are you are you confident at a, at least a level of nine or ten right. that, that you, you can you're gonna do, do this.
1: this. Right. And if
0: they say, well, probably a seven, I say, well, how can we make it smaller or easier? Right. How so do we that, get that so up that you to can a get nine? it to a nine or a ten? Right. And they keep making it smaller or easier until they can be at like nine or ten? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to that. get that done. And that pretty much guarantees, I don't care how small it is, right. how silly it feels, they right. can get it done. Right. And then next week we revisit and say, well, well how, how was does that, that go? Well, right. that was too easy. Okay. Great. Let's make it a little bit bigger. Right. Make it right. a little more frequent, a little harder. Or, uh, I thought it was a nine, but it was harder than I want. Well, let's make it easier. Okay, then, let's... let's find where you can be consistently successful, successful because we want your brain to take over and drive you on this to give you the right. rewards so that this can become a part of your life, move you in the direction you want to go.
1: Right, right. We want It, it needs to be exciting and, and almost easy. To me yeah, absolutely you know should, people, i should well, i say it
0: should feel somewhat effortless
1: but people talk about change and say you know if you're not stepping if you're not uncomfortable then you're not you know you're not moving forward or you're not having change or you're not outside your comfort zone Then you know whatever so i think i want to make that distinction in terms of of you know the accomplishment you can be moving outside of your zone and the effort can still be
0: Pretty easy. Pretty easy.
1: Right. Yes. So like, you
0: know, I know a lot of people have social anxiety. Right. They want to be more outgoing. Right. Um, that's out of your comfort zone. Exactly. But, let, but let's move it back
1: so, so that right. even though
0: you're outside your comfort zone, it's still confident at a nine or a 10 right. level right. on that scale. So how about you just wave at one person you don't know right. walking down the street? Exactly. That's your goal for the day. Yeah. And, you know, so it's still stepping outside your comfort well, zone. You know, but I don't want you to go outside being terrified that you can't do something. Right. And the likelihood of being successful well, is yeah. no. And you're going to come back doesn't... in
1: and you're going to say, see, I can't right. do this. Right. Yeah. I worked with a couple clients who had some social anxiety or considered themselves introverts. Just cr- and, and they were businesswomen. So creating a program that, that allowed them to get out and network socially do mm, right. business networking. And what was interesting to me was... Um, I did the same thing. You know, what, what, how, how about, this? is this comfortable? No. How about this? Would this be comfortable? Would this be comfortable? And what I, frequently with people that struggle with this was, okay, could you walk into a room of, first of all, they decide how, how many people have to be at the room, in the room. Right. So if 50 is too many, then you've got to find a networking thing that's got five, five, 10, 20, whatever it is. And, and could you walk in there knowing that you only had to interact with one person Mm-hmm. And then go home, and nine times out of ten, they will say yes. Okay. Then, then that's what you you right. know that's what Start you do. With that. You don't have to sit there the whole day and, and be hey, and how be, you and doing, man? Terrified. And make
0: three <laughs> right. cold call sales with people that you just met. That's like that bar is too, too high. high,
1: right? You go, you say hi to one person, and you leave. I guarantee, if you do that ten times, you'll be able to go and sit with somebody and talk, and maybe
0: talk to two and people. maybe three talk people. to two
1: people, right?
0: Yeah, right. these, these things build, and I find that that success then allows you to expand, get a little bit, and then over a period of months and years, the things that you end up doing, like in a one or two year span, would be literally impossible when you started. Oh out. my gosh! And yes. it builds. You know, people say, "Well, he was an overnight success." Let me tell you, overnight success is years. Years in of making. preparation. Yes. And so you should acknowledge that that step that you take, the first rung up the ladder. Um, is something that you it's should... A uh, it's, a, it's a baby step. It's a baby it step. Sh- as again, it should almost feel silly. Yes. And I think the, to me, the first uh, thing that I would have people do, the just one thing, right. is just pick any area in your life that you're not making progress in now. Right. Think about what it is you might like to do to move forward. Take away the idea of the high bar. Right. And figure out, well, what can I do with a nine to ten...
1: Success rate. Success
0: rate on that ten-point scale... And, and, and assess whether you did that in a week right if you if it was easy make it a little harder a little more if it was if you didn't make it figure out why make it a little smaller a little easier it's it's as, it's as easy as that
1: yeah and, and I think it, really what it comes down to to me if this is all new to you is going back to your methodology um, which is which is common coaching practices but keep asking yourself the question how likely am I to do this right and and if your goal is I'm gonna go running three days a week and you say how likely am I to do this and it's like
0: yeah it's not the right eh, answer it's not the
1: right answer <laughs> or if you start saying well if I rearrange this and I get so and so to do that and I come home early and da 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 that, that's a not well, like
0: I mean running is a is a good one because like, people want to start running I say we'll start by walking right and maybe break <laughs> into a jog you know <laughs> every quarter of a mile and jog for like hundred yards or
1: only jog for a quarter
0: of a mile right. yeah
1: like. People take off running and they start out with five
0: miles. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Start small. Start small. It doesn't matter where you are. What matters is where you're going. So get that first step in and don't let that high bar prevent you from going.
1: Yes. All right. So we are out of time. So with that,
0: I'm glad you listened. This has been Just Just One Thing. Thing.